Welcome back to another episode of Around the Grid. As always, my name is Parth, and I'm here with Raj. Hey, guys. We have a lot to talk about. I mean, so many things happened this past weekend at Emola, <laughs> and a very fun race. Very exciting. But before we get started on the race, I just want to thank you guys for the support we've been getting. Um, we've been listening to you know the messages you guys have been sending, uh, stuff you can fix, ways you can improve, and Raj and I are always having a conversation about how we can just better this podcast and have a better experience for you guys. Um, yeah, thank you so much for the feedback. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it's the love has been insane, actually. Just so many people have been showing out love, uh, messaging us. So that truly means a lot to us just because thank we, were you so very, much. we were very nervous going into this, but it's it's been fun. It's been a ride. So let's keep this going. I do want to put out a disclaimer that we are now explicit. I felt like we were kind of holding ourselves back in our conversations. Um, we just wanted to be ourselves a bit more, so... From now on, we're not going to be afraid of dropping the F word starting from now. So The F word, he says. The F word, I say. say starting it. from we'll now, in case some people don't yeah, want to yeah. hear that and they're listening with their family or okay, yeah. don't expect that. Just, you know, just be mindful of that. I mean, mm. we're not going to be like a kid who just learned the word. <laughs> we're not going to go crazy with it. But it's going to I mean, be after how this race went, I might just go crazy with you it. You might go crazy with it, but I won't. I mean, I'll be whatever. We'll see how it is. I mean, I, I don't need to because Red Bull, you know, Max had a great, fantastic weekend. Anyways, let's get on with Demola. Um, Amazing, amazing race. I mean... Listen, maybe it's amazing for you. <laughs> My favorite driver had, like, the worst performance of his life. Or maybe it's the second worst performance of his life. And it was painful to watch. It was so painful to watch. And it's so, it's so hard to support him because he's so inconsistent. Okay, we'll get into we'll get into that later. Let's yeah, just start, was, let's start off with the qualification results, okay? Yeah, let's talk about quality. So quality was actually very close. Um, the results were Lewis Hamilton took takes pole position with Sergio Perez right there, like he was, uh, what three hundredths of a second behind? Yeah, like three hundred to five hundred four seconds behind Lewis Hamilton. So it could have been honestly anybody's pole. Yeah. Max Verstappen gets. Uh, I'd qualified by his teammate for the first time, I think, since I think Daniel Ricciardo was on the team. Yeah, yeah. Which is That's insane. Two or three years, I think. Yeah, and I mean, even 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 though Max did get um, odd qualified, he was still very close to second place in the surge. Yeah. Both the Red Bulls looked really good in quality. Um, and something someone else who looked good was Lando. I mean, I was really surprised by his performance. He He's really coming into his own with this new car. Like, he's able to show off his skills now. It's, it's insane. Yeah, he would have qualified third if he hadn't gone wide on one of the turns. Yeah. But he ended up going he, wide and his lap time got deleted. And he ended up qualifying, I think, seventh. Yeah, he barely, barely went uh, wide. I mean, he was so close. Yeah. Um, but he was pushing it. And, I mean, he was getting... He got two purple. He got the first sector purple and the second sector purple as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, the third one was green. Car. Yeah. So amazing, amazing job from Lando and McLaren has been looking really strong lately. So oh, absolutely, yeah. I can only expect them to, you know, kind of con continue this and be consistent with their performance. Yep. Do you want to talk about Bottas? Because that was uh... okay. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna keep Bottas, bringing this up because Bottas, I know he hates it. Yeah. Okay. I know. I yeah. I do hate it. Bottas got pole last year, right? So I expected him to do well this year too because he got pole last year. He beat Lewis Hamilton to pole. 
he qualified eighth in a Mercedes in Q3. He qualified eighth in a Mercedes behind Ferraris, I'm pretty sure, behind both McLarens. Yes. And the thing is, as as we went from Q1 to Q2 to Q3, he got slower. If he carried his Q1 time into Q3, he would have gotten P4, which isn't bad. And it just I don't know what happened to him today. I mean, uh, not today, this this past weekend. He just it felt like he didn't feel himself. I don't know if it was the car. He, in an interview, he did say that he felt uncomfortable in the car because their rear end was really skittish. Okay. So they still, Mercedes so still mean, hasn't fixed that problem yet. So they just... So I guess Lewis is just found, finding the right balance between the car and he's, yeah, he's yeah. able to get more out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's kind of interesting because Bottas is... He's experienced, I would say. Um, he's been F1 for, what, a long time now, right? Since At least five years. Yeah, uh, he, he's been Mercedes he, for five years, I think. Four years. Four years. Yeah, he was in the Williams before. Yeah, and he did well even that. Williams he had too. a really good performance. Yeah, so okay. he's just struggling with the car, and yeah. it's it's kind of hard to support. He's my favorite driver, but it's still kind of hard to support him because just because of how inconsistent he is, and it's it it does get on my nerves sometimes because I'm always like, next weekend he's gonna do well. You know, I'll tell myself right. next weekend he's gonna get pull, and then and then he gets eighth. And he gets out cold by my, by It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't yeah. make sense. Um, hopefully he can find his cool. like his ground, um, like he did before. Yeah. And kind of just be consistent because before, I mean, right now he was just kind of his fault. Before it was like bad luck. Mm-hmm. Um. So well, speaking of bad luck, there is more to come later oh, on. Yeah. In this. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot but to come. Quality on its own, not just him, not not being the best version of himself. And you know what? Hopefully next time. I'm going to say it again. Hopefully next time he does well. Yeah. So let's let's go on to the race. Max Verstappen wins it. Um, I mean, he just had a mind-blowing performance. He has that overtaking, I think, turn two. He's off the off the start. He's, like, reaching to Lewis Hamilton, who's on pole, mm-hmm. and gets past his teammate Sergio Perez, and yeah. he's looking good. And then He, he makes zero mistakes to Torres. He just chills in the front, does nothing wrong. He just pulled him like a Hamilton. He just Honestly, he was chilling yeah. in the front. And he was what, what was insane to me was that when he got ahead of Hamilton on that first lap, he was just gapping. There was no stopping him. Yeah, yeah. He was he constantly was, he was getting better and better and better and better. Which is something that we see usually from Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of it has to factor in the fact that it was raining and the conditions are different and difficult. And the oh, engine, also, let's not forget... Max and Lewis did make contact at the start, and Lewis part, they did lost make, part of his front yeah, wing. That's true. I keep forgetting about that, but they did make yeah. contact during the first turn. And he got it. Did he get it fixed eventually? Or I think during this, it was either during the safety car or the red flag, they got it fixed. Okay. I don't know if I remember. Oh, yeah, safety car. I don't know if he got it during safety car. I feel like it was a red flag. Probably, um, yeah. Yeah. So Lewis Hamilton came second, which is insane to me, and we'll talk about that why. Mm-hmm. And then Lena Norris. On, uh, again, he made that mistake in quality, which I wouldn't even really consider a mistake. He just pushed I a little bit too hard. He would push it too far, and he came third during the race. So he really pulled it back. And if you saw it on, I was at Instagram. He put it posted that he, you know he messed up. I fucked up. Um, McLaren deserved better. And, and then, then Hamilton came and supported him in the comments. He's like, "Yeah, that don't was, worry about that it. Was you can shake it off that. as long as you do well in the race." And that's really the, the, the friendship between drivers. That's good to see. Especially Lewis Hamilton, he's been really good with a lot of the drivers like Max and and uh, Lando. And yeah, he has been, respect for everybody. 
yeah, he's been praising McLaren as a team whole, and you know, it's good to see them there. Um, again, really happy for Lando Norris. He's been really showing out, and McLaren as well. You know, looking at where they were two years ago with Fernando Alonso and was it uh, Stoffel Van Dorn, twenty eighteen. Yeah, they were like bottom feeder teams. Yeah, eighth, ninth, tenth in the constructors, and now I think they're third right now. They're third, definitely. Third. They, they have to be third, yeah. Yeah, and they're just they've improved a lot. I really, I really, I really like seeing Lando doing well. There are also some team orders in play. Did you, did you remember seeing that? Yeah, yeah. So at one point, Ricardo was ahead, and Norris was right behind him. And Norris radios to the team saying, "I think I have the pace for it. I just need cleaner air." And then at that point, I was kind of iffy just because looking back at team orders at Ferrari and, you know, even Nico Rosberg and Hamilton back then, it just always such an iffy spot because if the person who's getting, you know, swapping places doesn't perform, then you're just kind of losing out. Yeah, you waste both of your time. So, but Lando, I mean, he he takes over uh, Ricardo, thankfully lets him go. Um, he gaps Daniel. It's crazy. I don't know. Was, I don't know. He was he was ahead by twelve seconds. Like in, in like five, six, seven laps, he's up by that much of a margin. It was crazy. It's insane. I don't know what it is. And I mean, I think you have to kind of think about: Is Ricardo comfortable in the car? Or yeah, he's comfortable still probably trying to get used to it because switching cars, everything changes. Like everything else, all He changes. did struggle when the Renault. He switched to Renault from Red Bull. He struggled for a few races before he found his grounding. And I mean, to be honest, he's doing way better at McLaren than he did at Renault in the beginning. But there's he's, still a learning curve to every car. Yeah, he's it's been having consistent time. showing so far. So yeah. that's all. I mean, that's all McLaren can really hope for. And you know, I think eventually Ricardo. We've seen. We all know Ricardo how he is when he when he gets into the the into momentum. The oh yeah, he is so, an unstoppable force when when he's on, when he's in his good side. He's an unstoppable force. Yeah, and so hopefully I think, you can see some of that this year. Exactly, I think McLaren with Norris and Ricardo is is a very good pairing, and they can really. I think third is very doable for them in the constructors championship. You want to talk about driver pairings? Yeah, what you got? Let's talk about Bottas and Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god, dude. Okay, so, so do you want to explain to the viewers, uh, or not viewers? You're not watching listeners. to the listeners. What happened? Kind of explain the crash. Okay. So, first of all, Valtteri wasn't doing well in the race. He was in 10th, 9th or 10th place, fighting a Williams when he was in a Mercedes. <laughs> that on its own was kind of, like, infuriating for me to see. I'm, so I'm sorry like, for okay. laughing. To, to be honest, I didn't even notice it during the race until the crash happened that he was fighting Russell. Like, I, th- he, did, he did not have a good time this weekend. <sighs> okay. So... Russell is coming up behind him. We, the, Russell has DRS, so obviously he's going faster than uh, uh, Bottas. Uh, Russell pulls to the right. Valtteri goes a little bit to right to defend his racing line. And he, but Valtteri leaves a car more than a car's width for, for Russell. He left a lot of space. And I think the reason he went to the right a bit, because people were talking about that, why did he go to the right, is because he was taking the dry line. Exactly, yeah. So and if he's you guys don't know, to when, you're, when you're racing in wet conditions, eventually a dry dry line will form on the track. And if you go out of that dry line, it's a very high chance of you spinning out. And that's exactly what happened. So that's Valtteri exactly holds happened. the dry line. Russell tries to send one down the outside. Russell dips his tire into the... Uh, it was into the grass, the, I think. It was the grass, yeah. And he immediately loses control of the car. It 
and he smacks Valtteri's car, and they both hit hit the wall and bounce off and hit another wall, and that causes a massive red flag. It was such a big crash. Like, I mean, right before that lap, I think we should talk about the fact that that was lap 32, and I believe right before that, like, literally 30 seconds before that, Lewis had crashed into, because he was trying to outlap some ca- cars, mm-hmm. and he crashes into the barrier. And we're looking at that, the camera's on Lewis, because he was kind of chasing Verstappen, and then out of nowhere, we see this big crash with Bottas and Russell on the gravel pit. And I mean, and then let me just talk about what happened after the crash. We see the cameras on them. Russell gets out and I'm thinking, okay, he's going to go help out Bottas. Because I didn't know. Bottas took a huge impact. Yeah, he, he, he went straight into the wall. That, that must have been extremely painful. He took the impact from the car, from Russell's car, bounced off the wall to the left, got went across the track and to also, the right. And also, thank God for the halo. Oh my God. If the halo yes. wasn't there, he would have gotten beheaded or something. That was, it yes. was insane. Yes. So... Russell gets out of his car. He's walking kind of fast. So I'm like, okay, maybe he just want to check in on Bottas. Goes to Bottas's car. And he says something to him. Bottas I know, him I know, I know what he says. He says, he asked him, are you trying to kill us? Oh, that's what he asked? Yeah, I, he, it was an Instagram. Okay. I saw it on Instagram in an interview. He said, are you trying to kill us? That is not something you say, first of all. When, when both of them are shunted that bad. Then Valtteri flicks him off. Because that's <laughs> not something you say. And then Russell hits him in the helmet. Russell smacks him in the helmet. That is so... Such a poor gesture. Like, that's really, really immature. It was just, it was kind of weird to see from Russell because he's been... I thought of him as kind of a calm guy. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what happened. I mean, again, these guys are driving at 200 miles per hour. I think they were driving at 200 miles per hour at that time. Yeah. And, you, you know, in that moment, you're not really thinking about sportsmanship. You're thinking about, I could have died. And So, but the thing is, if Russell's thinking about I could have died, he shouldn't have even gone up to Valtteri's car. Yeah. He should have just gone to the side and sat yeah. down and recovered yeah. himself. True, you're right. He should have just kind of calmed down, looked at the footage, what happened, and, you and know, the thing is, if this is. was, if, say for example, this was Max instead of Valtteri, we all know Valtteri is very, very calm. He's very, uh, very cold and very, he just, like, relaxed. If this, oh, if this was Max if, like, instead Russell, of Valtteri, oh my god, okay. they would have thrown hands. Oh yes, Max doesn't shit. We know that. If you guys have watched Drive to Survive, uh, was it season two, season one? I'm not really sure, but him and Esteban Ocon, they yeah, got in Brazil. some fights. Not some fight. It was one fight. Not <laughs> some fights, dude. <laughs> yeah, but him was, was more than once. I think it was. Probably I think they've had else. like um, on the track kind of thing, but oh Hem, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Where Stappen literally pushed after the race, Ocon like, like, like literally shoved him, physically shoved him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, I think Verstappen is... Anyways. Um, He's hot-headed, and so is George right now. But what George did was extremely unsportsmanlike. Did you see his interview after the whole race? No, I didn't. I, well, I saw this on TikTok, so I didn't, I didn't stay long enough to watch it on the broadcast. But he goes, as a Mercedes driver, what is Bottas even doing in ninth and 10th fighting with the Williams? He should be doing fighting for podiums. Like, what is he doing there? I'm paraphrasing, but that's what literally what he said. He's like, why is he even there? It almost feels like he's challenging that spot. He's like, why is Bottas there? And Toto Wolf did pick up on that. And he says yeah. George needs to calm down. He needs to learn a lot about what, from what happened. Yeah. Because yeah. when George sees Valtteri, he's like, ooh, look, Mercedes, I can go and I can, I can impress Toto. That's yeah. what I think, at least. Now Toto, he's kind of angry at George. 
for, for that. Because that was not... I, I think if George waited another lap, gained pulled the distance a bit closer, and then did it, I think he would have been fine with the move. But that right, the move he did on that lap right there, that was too feisty. And he yeah. got a bit ahead of himself. I do think, though, I think the pressure of potentially losing his seed, Batas, yeah. is going to get to him. Not going to oh, get yeah. to him. It's going to be on his, on his mind a lot more now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I and, feel really I mean, bad for him. person who will, I guess... I mean, I guess Russell is the one who is in the, the right spot to take his spot. He's a successor, yeah. So... It's going to be interesting to see how that goes because that was such a... I mean, I'm just glad both of the drivers walked off okay, but it was such a huge crash and and the the, the race got red flagged and had to stop for, you know, 15 minutes or so. I was watching the race on my phone because I, I wasn't at home. I was watching it on my phone. I was... My hands were shaking, dude. When I saw that happen, I was like, they better be okay. That because was, both cars were smoking. It was it was like... It was a horrible scene. I was, I was actually pacing in my room on the You're walking I was around. head on the TV and I was literally just standing up and pacing. I was like, what the heck just happened? Because I did not expect such a big crash from, you know, from both of them. And you know what happened after as well, because again, that was just insane what Russell did. Anyways, so, I mean, Hamilton spins off as well during that time, right before mm-hmm. that, actually. He loses his front wing, but luckily he kind of gets blessed because of the, the Bottas and Russell crash because the, the race got red flagged that means that he gets to go back to the pit he you know when you're in red flag situation the teams are allowed to work on the car yeah so it changes wing changes wing changes tire too. i'm sure and uh and because of hamilton spinning or not spinning he, he falling off the track he dropped down to ninth place he spent yeah, a lot of time also, trying to recover he, the car. he was also able to outlap himself because of the red flag that's a good. That's really huge for him too. Um, so he started on ninth uh, on the restart. It was a rolling start instead of like a, a normal restart that we would usually see from a red flag situation. Yeah, yeah. So the it track was is like still a, wet, and there's still wet yeah. patches. So it's like it basically. If you guys don't know what that is, it's basically like how a safety car would be like when a safety car goes into the track, um, like a start like that. So Verstappen was controlling the pace. Verstappen had a bit of a a spin too. <laughs> He caught it though. Like, thank good for him. He caught it. He caught it. He got so lucky because that could have been really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Interestingly, I mean, I think I'm kind of going off the point right now, but we had a lot of spins, a lot of people going off the tracks into the gravel pit, into the wall, but we only had like three or four retirements. Well, most people were able to hold the cars like in control. Like, you, yeah, like Lewis I just hit found the that wall, but he was still able to come back. I just found that interesting because I, I mean, like if you look at the biggest example that comes to my mind is Germany 2019 yeah it was like half the field was gone yeah it was I think I think 12th and Russell was 12th <laughs> <laughs> um anyways so Hamilton is able to come back or he get he's in ninth and 10th position and uh and dude he just I think he goes off I think this race and him coming back to win it second just goes to show how deserving he is of that seventh world title. Exactly. And potentially Silence an eighth all. this year. People are still going to hit on him no matter what. I was reading the Instagram comments. OMG, yeah. he's lucky. Oh my God, he got lucky. Yeah. So he he went from ninth to second and got the fastest lap in a damp, wet race. On slick it's, tires, what more do you want from him? Like It's insane. And he it's not like he overtook like bad cars. He overtook both of the Ferraris. He overtook Lando eventually. And Daniel. 
Daniel, uh, I believe Perez as well. Um, no, I thought Perez spun out. Was it before or after? I don't actually remember. I but thought it was after because I thought he was like fourth or fifth. I think it was Perez was fifth, mm-hmm. but he spun out. So okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Kind of messed up. I may be wrong on that, but anyways, he still took him. Um, and he comes back to win second. From I mean, look, second. That's I'm like, not a big fan of Hamilton, but I respect the shit out of him. Exactly. And his this, skill is undeniable. You cannot, yeah, you cannot deny his skills. I mean, is does it get boring when he wins all the time? Yeah, it does. It does, yeah. But he's still. I'm gonna say it right now. He's. I think he's still the best driver on the grid. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Max is there to challenge him, but hundred percent. Hamilton is the best driver on the grid. He's unstoppable. Max as is a very close second, though. I'm, I mean, I'm going to defend my boy second, there. Yeah. but And the thing is, this is going to be a slightly off-tangent, but Max is also young. He has a lot of room to grow. So I really want to see how what kind of an insane driver Max becomes in his later career. Yeah, Hamilton is, what, 32, 33? I think he's a bit like older that. than that. Let me look it up. Yeah, look it up. Cause I think he's, he's not... 36. <laughs> okay, 36. Okay. Okay. And Max is like what twenty something, right? 22, 23, 24, 23. Like that. 23. 23. There we go. And they're on par with each other. So I just can't wait to see what kind of driver Max becomes in the future. I think it just becomes it just solely comes to the fact if Red Bull can produce a good car, which they have done this year. I'm gonna knock on my desk right now, knock on wood. It looks like they have. So they just need to carry this over into the other races. Mm-hmm. Um what else happened? Lando. Let's talk about Lando during the race. He was on fire. He was on fire. I think one of the biggest moments that stood out to me from the race was how he was defending against Hamilton on 24-lap-old 24 24 softs while yeah. Hamilton was on mediums. Yeah, he always put his car just in the perfect place. Yeah. Just right there, giving him just enough space, but not enough space to properly make the move around the outside. It was, I believe, the main straight as well, right? Main straight going to turn one. Yeah, it's the same place where Bottas and Russell crashed. Yeah, so he was just perfectly, you know, because every time Hamilton had DRS on him, but Lando was just perfect in defending well, He had to try like three or four times to get past, right? Yeah, he, it took him four or five laps, I think. Yeah. And he I think that was huge because they were... Leclerc, Leclerc was right behind them, behind mm-hmm. Hamilton, and if if Lando had let him kind of like go or kind of gave up his position to Hamilton earlier, I think I I don't think Lando would have gotten a podium because Leclerc would have been Leclerc able to catch him. It? Yeah, yeah. He was the Ferrari was where both of them were really fast, and I mean we both know how Charles is, so I think Lando defending those four or five laps just gave him enough time to to finish a race in third place which is just absolutely amazing yeah Lando shipped me up he might be he might be a future superstar oh 100% that's the vibe I'm getting mm-hmm. um it's just very difficult to kind of I say potential superstar because it's just very difficult to the grid that. right now has so many good drivers you don't know yeah. who's gonna be a superstar and who's not yeah but hey regulation regulation change is coming dude Anything the meta could, could change. Literally anything could happen. Anything could happen. And it just becomes... It just comes down solely on the driver after that. You know, how you are. Um, and even how your team does, you know, with the car. How are they after the regulation change? It might be that Mercedes is a Williams. 
Okay. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, with the because budget we know their error department is <laughs> fire. And we know their power unit's really good. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> hey, oh, I'm gonna, but we could I'm gonna... see the grid close up even more than how they did this year. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be really fun to see that. Okay. Do you want to talk about the Bulls? The, the Red Bulls? The Red Bulls? What the Red Bulls do? How Red Bull have a competitive second driver? All right, Almost yeah. you, you competitive. Okay, I'm going to talk about this. So past few years, Red Bull hasn't been a very competitive second driver. We had Gasly in the seat first. He got switched out from Albon. Albon had a pretty good season the rest of the season when he did you know, get into that Red Bull seat. But then last year, 2020, he just... He wasn't there. He was gone. He just couldn't get into that car. And, Can I go uh, on a tangent here? Yeah, go for it. I love tangents, dude. Go I for it. I sincerely hope... I genuinely hope Bottas is not... I hope Bottas doesn't pull an album this year. Because oh. as it seems right now, it looks like he is. <laughs> just uh, the the fact that he has the car to perform. He, but he's not something else... Full potential of it. Something else is happening in his mind, in his confidence, that he's just not able to extract that fully. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you have to feel for him. He has a lot of pressure on him in order to stay in F1. Not even in yeah. Mercedes. I think just stay in F1 in general. Yeah. Just because all the drivers are such... They're in really good spots. Yeah. And I would say mo- actually most of them. I wouldn't say all of them. But even then, he has to stay competitive. He can't just go to any car. And he's slipping up right now. He is slipping up. He needs to. He needs to get it together. He's gonna get it together, and hopefully. I've always next seen race. Bottas as a very calm-headed dude, that mm-hmm. just kind of resets, and goes but at it again. Thing is, we don't. Know, we 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 only we can only see the outside. We That's have true. no idea what's happening in his head. He could be yeah. fighting a war with himself, or what I don't know what. But it could be a totally different war than we've ever seen. Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, you you would expect some type of war when your teammates with Lewis Hamilton, mm-hmm. seven-time world champion. I'm sure, exactly, I mean, yeah. we saw that from Drive to Survive, kind of the insight into his, his head. And uh, it just, it could be totally different. It could be something else that he's battling or something else. We don't know. So I just hope the best for him. Yeah, I do too. I like that guy. I, I really like him. All right, let's um, get that cut topic now. <laughs> what were we talking about, Perez? Uh, Red Bull's second driver history. Yeah. So Albon kind of gets, has a really bad year last year. I mean... He had a podium, finally, after Hamilton denied him a few times. I wouldn't yeah, be too mad about that. Yeah. Anyways, so he gets switched out. Perez gets in that second seat. First race, Bahrain. He has a really good, strong showing, even though kind of messed up in the middle. Not he, did, he didn't mess up the car. The electronics just kind of shut down. But he still came back and, what, finished fifth, I believe? From 20th to 5th. 20th to 5th. And a uh, really good showing. And then this, I would even say this weekend, he, he qualified second. Huge, huge. Outqualified for Max Verstappen. The Max Outqualified, Verstappen yep. has been outqualified. And very close to Hamilton and Mercedes. Exactly. And so um, what this tells very me strong. is that there's going to be an extremely tight fight, assuming both drivers from both teams perform. Wait, It's going to be an extremely tight fight. This just, this just got me something. What? Red Bull has really good two drivers right now. Yeah. Mercedes, the second driver. Well, hopefully he recovers. <laughs> like, 
Maybe the curse has been passed on from Albon to Bottas or something, dude. I, I don't I don't really know. It's crazy. I'm really just hoping he pulls something out. It is also we just want to say that it is the second race. Like we have a lot. Yeah, of course. Anything could race, happen yeah. in Formula One. We have what twenty races more. Twenty one. Twenty one races more. So anything could happen. It's all up in the air. There's plenty of time. Yeah, and so Perez. Let's get back onto Perez. Yeah. He has a really good weekend. Quali- uh, qualifies second. Very close to Mercedes. Very strong throughout the whole weekend, and he kind of he has a few mistakes that he makes during the race, spinning out here and there, going mm. wide. He had a ten second penalty because he he went off the track doing the safety car, and two cars passed him. Then when he joined the track again, he overtook those two cars, yeah, which he cannot do that. Which was just it, a, it felt like a very rookie mistake to me. I feel like he just got frustrated, like. Like, God damn it! I, I fell off the track. Let me just go back. Yeah. And or, he, he got that 10 second penalty. team or something, I think. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, though, 10-second penalty, even though he got it and it was a mistake on his part, it didn't really affect him too much because even after he served it, he was still, like, fifth or sixth, which is very doable to come back to. And well, then I think it was also restart, helped by the red flag. Yeah. Because the that red just flag mitigated it completely. Yeah, because on a restart, he was looking very racy. He was fifth. Um, yeah. but then he spuns out and goes off into the gravel pit and he drops down to what 13 14th out of the points yeah, and then he finishes a race in 12th or something yeah so he just kind of stays there to be honest um I, I know he was right behind um alonzo and ocon for a lot th- yeah, yeah. a lot of the time like he was within half a second between uh behind alonzo but he just i don't know what it is we were really watching it yeah uh, cameras weren't really on him at that time, so we don't really know what happened. But I still think, I still think that Perez is looking very strong in that second seat, and he's gonna do oh, definitely, really well. Yeah. Um, I, I think I kind of we were talking in the Discord, or we have like a channel for F one, and I was gonna talk about how if there's any time for a Red Bull one two, that was it. That was the perfect time for a Red Bull one two. I didn't say it. I did not say it. I did you not said, say you it. You edited the... Okay, yep. We'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Maybe we'll post a meme. Some One of our friends, Devonch, made a meme about it. So, <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> um, I guess I did jinx it, but it is what it is. Um, I don't think he's... I don't think he still would have gotten second, to be honest, just because... Well, ha- the way Hamilton was driving, I don't think there's, there's Hamilton no was driving amazing. Uh, Lando was doing really well. Ferrari, both of them... Okay, I don't think Sainz is getting enough love here. He went from P11 to P5. Yes. He made a bunch of mistakes during the race, but he still gained six positions. That's still impressive. Yes. Let's go. Let's talk about. uh, Let's talk about Ferrari because I think I think we're done with Red Bull and Perez. Mm -hmm. We talked about a lot about them last year. Ferrari was they weren't looking good at all. They They were were bottom of the midfield, ten and eleven at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, but now. With, with the new power unit and these new regulations, they're doing pretty well, I'd say. They like are. Let's just hope they are, they're following the rules this time and it's Hopefully. not like 2019. Yeah, so if you guys didn't know, in 2019, we don't know We don't know for sure exactly to the detail what happened because the FIA um, kept it secret. It's, like, peop- it's like, a, like a conspiracy theory. <laughs> we well, know it like, happened. It, well, yeah, it's like an open secret at this point. Yeah. So Ferrari w- was burning oil in their engine to produce more power in addition to burning gas and that gave them 
a massive power boost whenever they felt like it. Even over Mercedes, yeah. even over Honda. And then I the FI was... was uh, I remember it was specifically the... At Coda, at the... the what is it? What is the official name? American GP? Circuit or? of the Americas. Circuit of the Americas, yeah. There when they just fell off. Like... Yeah, that's when the mandate hit or the technical directive of the FI was like, you can't do this. Yeah. And then they fell off a cliff and it was bad for the next year and a bit. Yeah, but it seems like they have recovered pretty well. They're, they're still very slow when it comes to straight line speed. And, I wouldn't say uh, very slow. They're still so competitive there. Just not fast, not as fast as Mercedes or Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. Just, well, hopefully. Because that just adds another dimension to it. I mean, when we had the first episode and we were making predictions, I didn't expect them to be here. You put Ferrari in eighth, and they're in fourth in the constructors right now. I just don't want to talk about it, man. <laughs> the good thing is that that doesn't count. We don't care about that part. We just yeah, it's care only about the constructor title winners. The, the winners. If that was the thing, dude, my... My things would have been shocked already. Anyways. I mean, both of us got most of it wrong, but let's let's keep talking about Ferrari here. Yeah, so Ferrari look very good, which I mean, kind of makes me scared because it's just one extra car that's challenging. Mercedes, For podiums. Red yeah. Bull, McLaren, and it's gonna be really fun to see because they had really consistent um, points. What fourth and fifth, right? They both scored points. Yeah, fourth, fourth and, and fifth, which is huge. So yeah, and that pulls Ferrari to fourth in the constructors, just behind McLaren and Red Bull. Yep, yep. And they're all on the heels of Mercedes. Everything, Mercedes has sixty points. Ferrari has thirty-four points. This could swing in one race. Where are we racing next? Next time, what? What's next the, time? We're racing in Portugal. Portugal. That was a really about. fun track last time. Yeah, which is and in a couple of weeks. It's in two weeks from the two last weeks. from Imola, I think. Yeah. And then we have Spain, and then, oh, bro, I still haven't watched a live Monaco race. Oh, I haven't seen one yet either. Because I, don't I think... got into formal when I start, for, started watching it. Mm-hmm. I, I watched it after Monaco 2019 had happened. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So I never watched it live, because after that, I started kind of like watching it every time, and every time a race happened. Mm-hmm. And then last year, it got, it got canceled because of COVID. But, whew. I'm so excited, dude. Honestly, for Monaco, I'm more excited for quality than the race. Yes, because quality is the race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no overtaking on that track at all. There's like two zones, and those two zones are basically impossible, both of them. So, I mean, quality is going to be the hype part, but... Wait, yeah, bef- yeah okay. Um, This is just stupid kind of point that I'm bringing up, but Mazepin had another spin. He went almost the entire race without spinning. Almost. almost. And there were two laps left, and then he spun. <laughs> Like, it had to happen. Of course it had to happen. Did you see on, uh, I don't know the site, but there's on TikTok, there's actually a website that tracks um, spin spins. what was the last time Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> this, like, this guy's getting clowned on. And I, it's I, insane. He did have a crash with Latifi, but I wouldn't blame him. So yeah, that, that, not whole, necessarily his fault. We weren't really going to talk about this because it wasn't really a big deal, but the way the first safety car came on was because of Latifi and Latifi kind of spun out he got on back onto the track and then Mazepin was on the right side and I guess Latifi didn't see him see him because of the, the spray of you know the rain and stuff yeah yeah and Latifi kept going to the right and Mazepin really didn't have anywhere to go so he kind of just stood there and then their wheels collided and Latifi got the the worst end of it and he spun into the wall 
And uh, a lot of people were kind of started blaming Mazepin about that. But once you look at it enough, it's not really his fault. It's really not so his fault, yeah. I'm not going to clown him or we're not going to clown him for something he didn't do. Just because he was there doesn't mean that he caused it. Yep. I mean, and, the racing incident. Yeah, it was just a racing incident and kind of, you know, it happens. And there are smaller... Um, would you say smaller crashes? Schumacher had a crash during the safety car as well, but it didn't really affect the race as yeah, much. Yeah, it didn't change the race result at all. Um, he he crashed into the exit of the pit lane, but he wasn't. He was just warming up his tire and he just lost it. Um, it's kind of remember what Grosjean did a few years ago in it was in Aber Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan, yes. Yeah, it was. It was basically the same thing. As that. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I mean. That was that was kind of weird because I don't think it was raining in Azerbaijan. It wasn't. He just lost it. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not going to clown him just because I like him, actually. Yeah, he's a nice guy, but... Grosjean is cool. Hopefully, he has a really good weekend in um, IndyCar. Yep. Or, I don't know if the race already happened. I don't really follow, follow IndyCar as much. I don't follow IndyCar at all, but... I know he qualified seventh. As long as he's a good time, it's fun. Yeah, as long as, as, long as it's safe. As long as there's no exactly. more fire. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy for him. I like that dude. Even though a lot of people clown him for being him. Anyways, there were, uh, that was about it. I mean, we had a really interesting race. And it was kind of weird because you and I were talking about Imola before it happened. and you were. Talking oh, yeah. About, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to work for this race. It's going to be boring. Uh, yeah. How wrong was I? Yeah, the rain changed it all. Honestly, it did. I was not expecting the rain. I mean, I don't think anybody was. But we got the rain and we got a great race. And that's all we can be thankful for. Yeah. Uh, also, I was very happy uh, with uh, it. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think I'm thankful actually because my boy got rinsed. He got destroyed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I try to put out there one more time that I'm really angry about this whole incident. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Actually, yeah, I get it. I get, get it. it. Okay. Max has had a few times where he's just yeah, yeah, gone in like lap one. <laughs> when? Uh, whatever. That's it was one of the time. last races when Gasly. It was right after Monza. What was the race right after Monza last year? Dude, I do not remember. I'm not gonna okay, lie. I don't remember either because they all kind of blend in after. So oh, Mugello, right? No, Mug- not Mugello. No, I don't know. But Gasly and Max, they didn't really collide. They just kind of had a racing incident. They just kind of got stuck in the gravel pit, and it was that was it. So. Okay. I just, I'm just hoping, I, I'm so pessimistic about the Red Bull being so good. No, listen, they got a great car. They, I, I'd say they still have a better car than Mercedes right now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see a close fight no matter what. Yeah. But I think, I think that's about it for this episode. Um, really happy, really happy with the race, how it went. I think exceeded I'm not all of our expectations. Yeah. It did not exceed my expectations, but you go, go you, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll see what happens as the championship goes on. But anyways, guys, thank you all so much for watching. Please leave us a follow on our Instagram and Twitter at AroundTheGreatF1. And if possible, we would sincerely appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps us a lot. And that's all for today, guys. And we'll see you again after Portugal. Bye, guys. See you.